Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and this month, all month long in July, we are talking to some leadership powerhouses. And we're talking not only about what they do in their companies, but we're talking about how we evolve as leaders in this new frontier where we're heading into. You might have thought of remote work was behind you, especially as a leader, but I'm telling you, it's still here to stay in some level, as well as a lot of hybrid environments. So it's going to really uh, come down to us making sure that we can adapt as quickly and easily as possible to help our teams along. And my guest today has a background that is really not only unique in terms of, of his space in the tech industry, but from true entrepreneurial spirit of starting many, many businesses. And I know we're going to gain a lot of great wisdom. So Josh Little is the founder of four tech companies, Maestro, Bloomfire, Quizzer, and Volley that have been collectively used by hundreds of millions of people. And his work has been uh, featured in such uh, great places like TechCrunch, Mashable, Entrepreneur, Inc., and Forbes. And he's had two successful exits, a third pending on one of those. And he's currently on a mission to save the working world by, wait for it, wait for it, death by meetings with his fourth creation, which is volley that we're going to talk about. And I know that we can all say death by meetings is something that we, we thought we had a tough time surviving a pandemic. Death by zoom meeting has been a whole new level. So Josh, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. That was a great intro. I hope I can live up to it. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I have no <laughs> doubt. So, you know, before, you know, I, I'm going to want you to tell us a little bit more in your words. I hit the highlights of your bio, but about you and your companies mm -hmm. and especially Volley, because I'm very curious about this. I had some time to nose around on the site. It's very intriguing to me. But before we get into that, you know, what makes you like have this desire to be this not only serial entrepreneur, but one in the tech space and, you know, really creating things from the ground up because not everybody has the uh, <laughs> fortitude, <laughs> as I say, as I choke on it, like that seems very terrifying to me, even though I've started my own companies, but not in that space like that. What, you know, what, what's put you on this mission, this path? Well, I, I've felt that my mission in life is to create beautiful things. And that could be a tech company or a musical performance or a, a jar of pickles. There's just nothing as creatively satisfying as building a company, even though it's intimidating and risky and you can get hurt. Um, yeah. It just, as a creative, it just taxes me to no end. In fact, showing up this podcast today, I, I'm feeling as taxed as I've felt in a long time. So it, it's Yay. doing its job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, I don't want you to feel taxed. I want you to feel comfortable, but I I'm totally get what you mean. Um, you know, and I feel that way too. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, I actually invent, not invented by in, integrated tech into my company last year, 
when I could no longer go out and speak on stages. So we, we actually brought an app into, into our world of training and it's been a really interesting dynamic, but I've started many companies and, and it takes a lot of guts, but I totally get that, you know, that sense of creating something, even a jar of pickles. We've been pickling jalapenos for the last couple of years. In fact, just emptied another jar at lunch today, nice. but you know, that sense of something that you've brought to fruition, you know, it might be risky, you know, it might not work out, but if you can, you know, make it just the act of, of giving it the effort, it has its own satisfaction. Absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, I've, like, like I said, I've kind of felt that my mission was to create beautiful things and uh, uh, whether that's a woodworking or, or whatnot, it, it kind of doesn't matter what it is. So uh, volley has been my most recent beautiful thing. I love it. Well, and you can talk about any of the uh, the things that you've built so far, but I definitely want to know more about Volley and, you know, a little bit about you, these companies, especially about Volley and and how these these uh, creations of yours will help people to shock their potential. For sure. Well, I've been thinking about the problem for over a decade. My second company, Bloomfire, is today the premier knowledge management platform out there. So thinking about how to get the right information to the right people at the right time at work is something I've been passionate about for years. And then you add to the recipe, um, the pandemic, and then my love for asynchronous video communication on platforms like Snapchat and Marco Polo. And you put those three together and, and it, you know, the, the idea for Volley came just as soon as the pandemic hit, like, ah, leaders are going to have to adapt, as you mentioned, and figure out new strategies to lead and to connect and talk and collaborate with their team. And we can't solve the problem with just endless back-to-back -back Zooms because we yeah. just burn out and we have fatigue. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's, you know, you're right. I mean, people are, you're showing up, you know, you feel like you've got to be on. If you turn off your video camera, everybody wants to know why, what's going on. But I'll tell you what, I literally, I was speaking at a conference. This was probably six months ago or what, probably seven, seven, eight months ago. And I'm watching all these people in the conference and, you know, some of them are very intense. Some of them had, you know, just their picture up. Some of them had the video off. So, you know, which kind of makes you like, think, is anybody listening? But honest to God, one woman began hula hooping. What? So she was watching me and she's standing back here with her hula hoop doing hula hooping. And I, I just kept, <laughs> I kept looking and finally I said, I had to stop. And I said, uh, excuse me, whatever her name was. Um, may I just <laughs> ask, are, are you hula hooping? And I knew she was, she said, <laughs> yes. I said, would you possibly mind, you know, like turning off your camera? She goes, oh, okay. Wow. Because I could, I couldn't concentrate on what I needed to do. Like we, we have to communicate this way when we're work, working virtually, but there's gotta be a better way that we can make communication feel like we're together. That's for sure. There's so many inefficiencies with the current construct that we call meetings, waiting for people to arrive, technical difficulties, meandering of the conversation, people that don't need to be there, people that talk too much, et cetera, et cetera. Meetings are just a sponge that fill up whatever time that we give them. And I would ask, what are you really trying to accomplish with a meeting? Isn't a meeting just a conversation or a form of conversation? Aren't isn't all important business communication or collaboration some form of conversation, even training, even onboarding or, or, or sales. We're, we're taking turns. We're, we're having dialogue back and forth. 
we're, we're just a lot more efficient at communicating um, by speaking than we are typing. And for that reason, at some point, written communication fails. And we all sense it when we're yeah. writing a book uh, of an email or we're back and forth in Slack 49 times. We, you know, we all have that instinct. Well, we just need to talk. And at that point, historically, all you could really do is either jump on a call or set up a meeting. Um, and now we're, we're inserting a new option. You just send a volley. And volley is a video messaging app that allows professionals or teams to collaborate um, by sending video messages back and forth. So you just say what you need to say and, and move on with your day. We take turns just like any other conversation, except we record our turn with video. And this gives us kind of the best of both worlds, the richness of talking. Uh, you can see the full spectrum of, of everything that I'm saying and see my body language and hear my tone of voice. But it's also the flexibility of texting, which means I can set it aside or, or get to it later, or I can listen to you on 2X. So we're trying to meld the, the two worlds of, of talking and, and texting. Yeah. And we call that video messaging. And that, that's our invention, asynchronous conversation. You know, I love it. And I actually have already been doing that to some extent. So I'll, I'll give you an example. So my entire team that works for me, I have eight people. They work, they live in Kenya. So everybody's in Kenya. So we're, you know, at least seven hours difference, sometimes eight, sometimes 12, if I'm somewhere else in the world. Um, and one of the things that I found out early on was, see, I hate email. In fact, my, my goal every day is to have zero email in my inbox, definitely on Fridays. Um, mm -hmm. Because if it's in my inbox, there's something I still have to do. And I hate it. And I hate it when people send me a ton of emails. It just drives me crazy. Um, and my team and I use WhatsApp a lot for voice messages, voice text, you know, a lot of text. So that's great. But I knew that there were times when it was four o'clock in the afternoon, my time, my team's already asleep. So I will hop on Zoom and say, hey, Josh, how's it going? I hope you had a great day. You better be sleeping now. Hey, I just had the chance to look at your report and then I can share my screen and I can give you some feedback. And so that's worked well. But if my team, you know, it's, you also have to send the link. They have to click on the link. There's a lot of extra steps there. So as I was looking at what you've got going, I can see how this is a platform that can really make it even more personable without some of those hassles that I've had. And, and you know, this has worked pretty well, actually, um, because then you can still have inflection and you can still say, hey, how's it going? I hope you're, you know, hope the dog's okay. I know you were taking him to the vet, you know, whatever. You can still have those interactions that make us personal and personable but that also allow us to communicate more efficiently. That's right. You, you totally get it. And I think we've all as professionals now had a chance to use tools, whether it's Zoom or Loom or some other tool that lets us create a video and send it to someone. And that's a satisfying experience. I, I said what I needed to say, show what I needed to show, um, and you can view it later. The problem is those are all dead end links. Like they're, they're not part of a conversation. I can't reply back with a video or showing you my screen now. Yeah. And so the beauty of volley is we take those snippets of content and put them and we call them a volley. You, you create a volley, you send a volley in a threaded conversation. So yeah. the other members that are, that are part of that conversation can see your volley and respond to it. So think um, stand up. A lot of teams have a stand up or a daily update or a check-in huddle right. sort of 
of meeting instead of that being a scheduled thing at 9am we do stand up and everyone shows up and I listen to you while you talk and you listen to me while I talk on one X and, and, you know, I can't have you restate anything. You, you do that asynchronously. So around 9am, everyone just kind of records their stand up and everyone can blaze through that at two X, skip the parts that don't pertain to them, listen to the parts that do pertain, you know, jump right into a a one-on-one with that person um, so it's kind of a dynamic standup that no one attended, but everyone participated in. That's, that's the main idea. That's the use of standup, but it can be used for unblocking and one-on-ones and yeah. continuous leadership sort of experiences like that. Yeah, absolutely. And so it, it gives you that ease of it. I love the fact too, you know, it's so many funny. So I have somebody who listens to my podcast on like three acts all the time. I said, I don't know how your brain goes that fast, but he's like, look, that's the only way I can do it without making myself crazy. And I still have never done that, but I do know a lot of people that will go through things a lot faster. It's more efficient for them. You know, I, and, and I think that that's one of the incredible things that we have learned in this last year and a half is, is how we each operate most efficiently. And so then let's Mm -hmm. use those things and not just have meetings the way we've always had meetings, because that's the way we've always had meetings, but how do we actually reach our team the way that's most efficient for them? And how do we do it in a way that's most efficient for the business? I think this is, this is really unique, but I have a question for you obviously is, so it's free. So you know, and I love your, your website. You're like, is it truly free? You're like, yeah, it really is. We want to see what we can do with it. What was your impetus behind just starting out and saying, Hey, we're going with this and we're going to make it free and we're going to see where it goes. Well, uh, we will have a premium product someday. And so the point of that article was, yes, it's really free, but we've known we've also would want a free product. Uh, The majority of people won't try something if you have to put in your credit card. So we want people to try Volley. It's a new technology. It's a new way of thinking, a new way of working. We're taking technology that's been offered in kind of the consumer world for chatting with friends and family. And we're bringing that into enterprise. Now, we don't want to be so presumptuous that we just know that this is exactly the way it needs to to be compiled for for use at work. And so we we knew a free product would be necessary to do the learning that we needed to to do um, in order to create the product that we needed to create. And um, so that's where we've started. And our focus is 100% on making that free product just amazing. Once you download it, you'll never want to leave it. You're connected with your friends, your coworkers, your teammates. Um, and this is an easy way to move work forward outside of place or time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have hundreds of ideas for cool features and functionality and technology that we can infuse into this experience that people would be willing to charge for. The four of us founders all have experience, uh, you know, decades of uh, creating software companies. And and so we feel very confident we'll be able to build a product people will pay for. We weren't confident in being able to build a product around this hero feature, this asynchronous video messaging mm-hmm. that people would even use. So that that's why that that's the first experiment is, is mm-hmm. getting a, a sticky product that people love and, and would protest if you took it away from them. Yeah, I think that's really smart. You know, before um, we launched our app uh, last 
August, I think July, July or August. Um, I had always wanted to have an app because when I would get up on stage and talk to a thousand people, I always wanted a way to have people still stay connected with me. Cause the moment you're up there, they're like, we love you. You're amazing. You're the greatest thing. I promise I'm going to buy your book. Then the next speaker gets up there and they're like, who is that gal with the purple hair? Uh, yeah. so, so I, we launched the, um, we launched the app and all the things in it that I thought were going to be the things that I thought would keep people coming back and back to it weren't the things, the things that I thought kind of were added later as we got along were the things that as we're tracking the data, the people are like, wait, I don't want to live without that. It was really interesting to take the data that you learn along the way from your first users and adapt. And actually starting next week, we're rolling out, you know, kind of version two and actually having our official launch now, you know, months and months later, but it's that time to learn what your user likes, how they actually engage with it, whether or not they'll stay with it. it that's fascinating to learn. And it's really important data for any company to be able to prove that they can move to the next level. It is. Yeah. You have to start out by learning, even though we've built, you know, like, like you said in the beginning, software that hundreds of millions of people have used, we still get it wrong. We still think, you know, it's X, but it's actually Y. Wow, that's so surprising. Um, so there's no need to pour concrete around X until you, you know that, that that's actually what people want. Yeah. So building these companies, do you have um, people all over the place? Have your teams always been remote or prior to a pandemic? Did you have, you know, your developer team and all that in one space? How's, how's your, how have your companies grown and evolved? You know, what's funny is we haven't been remote the, the past three companies. We've dabbled with it and played with it. We'll read uh, books or blogs by 37 signals or automatic. And we're like, oh yeah, that's what we ought to do. Let's do work from home Wednesdays. And and then it's just hard. And it was, you know, there, there was friction and we didn't communicate the way we normally do and as when we're sitting in an office together. So I've been an aspirational remote worker and remote CEO for over a decade now. And so maybe Volley is just me like scratching my own itch, solving the problem, creating the tool that needed to exist yeah. to actually enable the, the communication to just flow. Because uh, if, if we have to create a meeting anytime we need to talk, that's going to slow everything down. If, if we have to wait till next Thursday at 3.30 to move forward this thing that's important for this quarter, this week, this month, there's probably going to be another next Thursday at 3.30 and then one after that. And, and we start to wonder why are things taking so long? Well, it's because we can't collaborate when we, when we need to collaborate. So um, it's been a pleasure actually working, uh, building this product, working at a, at a team that could live anywhere. My network happens to be here in Utah. So uh, a lot of the best engineers um, that I could find were here. Um, but uh, we found that when we get in a room together, we actually don't use our product very much. So uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for true. the sake of the product, we <laughs> all work from home or from wherever we are in an RV or, or whatever that is. So Volley, um, while it, it is a great way to communicate, uh, it's really for remote or distributed teams or hybrid teams that have one or two remote workers. That That's what it works for best. If you're all sitting in a room, just talk. Right. Absolutely. Well, and, and to your point, and I know we're going to take a quick break here in just a second, but you know, one of the, the great things, and I brought this up in the beginning is that I think we're going to see an, a huge advent towards hybrid 
model of work. And that has its own challenges because if you're the person who's not in the office, you know, if you're only in Tuesday, Thursday, and most of the time the meetings are happening Monday, Wednesday, and you're not physically in the room or you're not there at the post meeting or the follow-up, there can be a real sense of, of loss or, or disjoint. And so we need to learn how to maximize tools like this to be able to, to kind of bridge that gap and make sure that we're not losing effectiveness of anybody. And we're definitely not losing engagement from anybody because sure. that becomes a real downfall. So Josh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Imagine starting a long journey without a map or even a clear idea of the obstacles ahead. That's exactly what it's like for entrepreneurs who start companies with a lot of passion, but without the financial expertise to grow and scale their businesses and create long-term wealth for their families. Find a financial advisor who can help you map a better journey. Wayne Titus shows you how in his book, the Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. With the right advisor at your side, you'll have the freedom to focus on what really matters to you. Get the Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being at Amazon.com and in the virtual bookstore on the Shock Your Potential app. And we are back with Josh Little and we are talking about Volley, his newest creation. Um, and so I've asked everybody this month to share. Now, obviously, you've built several companies You've had, you've had in-person environments for work. You've had remote environments for work. You're creating this tool for people for remote and hybrid work environments. But, you know, thinking about everybody who's on listening today, most of them are either entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs with a small team, they're sales, sales managers, sales leaders, and they're all saying this, asking themselves the same thing. How do I take my leadership to the next level? What's important for me as a leader to be able to evolve, especially as this world is changing this way? So, you know, what are your tips for helping people to be better leaders, especially knowing what we're going to face over the next at least year, if not a little bit longer? For sure. It's a great question. Uh, I'll share a couple go-tos um, that have just worked for me over the, the you know, last several companies and maybe one new one that I'm working on right now. Um, so the, the first one is just do what you say you're going to do or mm -hmm. say something else. And, and that sounds so ridiculously simple, but it's so hard to do. It seems today, just do what you say, do what you said. Trust is such a big factor in leadership and um, we, we learn trust by, by how others act and how they show up um, in a relationship. So I try really hard to make no gap exist between my words and my actions. Mm -hmm. um, so I do what I say, or I'm, I restate and I say, look, I wanted to be able to do this. I can't because of right. X. And, and that's the important, um, you know, uh, addition to that statement. It, it can't just be we're, we're locked to every word that we say. We, yeah. we need to be able to to reset. The, the next one um, that has just always been uh, a, a blessing to me is, is playing with all cards on the table. Now, my mom used to like to play card games this way. She would want us to lay our hands down in front of us and see what everyone has and see what they play because she liked to play that way. Um, and so <laughs> I, I learned that from her, but that's how I lead is there are no secrets that exist among us. I, exactly. you know, everything, my data is your data. Um, and, and I'm pretty extreme about this. Like everyone knows what everyone makes, uh, and is paid and what equity they have in the company. 
Um, and, and that's the only way that we can get to this sort of um, understanding of and clarity of, of what needs to be accomplished and why that matters. And so right. it, it is kind of a, some people are, are scared, you know, especially if they're very private people to, to what, if, what if I say something and someone takes advantage of me, but I've never been burned by vulnerability in, in any way. It's, it's only helped me. It's only brought me closer to people. So playing, playing with all cards on the table has, has just been a great boom to my leadership. Um, and the new one that I've been experimenting with is I, I've given it a title, continuous leadership or on-demand leadership. And this is what Volley enables because if you think about it, when are you leading? Well, you're really only leading in interactions with your team. Uh, right. So Patrick Lencioni has said leaders lead in meetings. Well, kind of, but isn't that just an interaction with, with your team? And so what if you could interact at any time or place with your team? What if you don't have to schedule this? What if this could be continuous or on demand? Why is a one-on-one -on -one scheduled? Why are we doing, why isn't this when you're blocked or when you have a problem or when you need to get something off of your chest? Um, right. Wouldn't it be great if we could do that? Um, and so that's, that's what we've been experimenting with at Volley and many of our users is this idea of continuous leadership that, um, it's, it's on the go. It's on demand. It's while you're walking the dog and the, the brilliant moment, uh, struck and the, the brainstorm is happening now because I'm feeling creative now. And you may not feel creative until, you know, seven o'clock tonight, but, uh, you know, we can, we can be creative when we need to, when the, when the, not when the clock says that we should. Mm -hmm. So, so that's, that's the new one um, is just experiment with the idea of continuous leadership. Choose one thing that's on your calendar and do that asynchronously, whether it's a brainstorm or a one-on-one -on -one or a stand-up mm -hmm. like I've mentioned. Yeah, I like that. And, you know, I do that with my team a lot uh, by WhatsApp message. And uh, so it's funny because we'll be sending voice, voice messages back and forth all the time. Um, but it's, um, but it's also not this, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about all the one-on-ones I have with people and this is my podcast taping week. So during the podcast taping week, nothing else gets done, but podcasts. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if you have a dire emergency, you let me know, but anything else you need from me is not going to happen this week. I cannot guarantee it when I have 24 hours worth of taping and, you know, but at the same time, that doesn't mean my team doesn't need things from me during this week. And it's been a real challenge for me to figure out, like I, I did respond to some WhatsApp messages, uh, you know, right before we started again, but it's not, it's not the same as feeling like there's that greater connection. And I really, I really value that uh, looking at somebody, being able to see them, see the genuineness behind their eyes or the panic. If they're really stuck in their, you know, in their moment, you can read it on their face. And I think that's really, that's exciting about what you're doing without a doubt. Absolutely. Uh Actually, only 7% of communication is the words that we use. 38% uh, mm -hmm. is the tone of voice that we speak those words. And then another 55% is what we look like when we're saying those words. So video and audio are a very important piece to get the full communication picture right. And I think that's the instinct that we feel when we know we're slacking back and forth or we're, we're writing this email for the ninth time and we'd spend an hour obsessing about paragraph four. 
It's like, no, we should just talk. We just need to talk because of the richness of this experience. We are elite athletes at this thing called conversation. As I've been building volley and studying conversation and, and kind of the amazing things that happen, dynamics between uh, one, one-to-one conversation as well as groups. It's just an amazing thing that we take for granted how good we are at at talking. Um, and, uh, you know, we need to talk to move work forward. So that's why we've been just focused on creating a a better way. I love it. I love it. I think there's so much there. I can't wait to give it a try. I'm going to see, uh, if my team, does it, does it work on all phones? Is there any, is it only on one system or is it available for everybody? It's available, uh, Android, iOS, as well as apps for Mac and PC, because we know people like to communicate their team, uh, uh, at a desktop sitting at a desk. That's true. Excellent. So I will, uh, I will promise you, I will have my team give it a try and we will uh, see what we learn from well, it. Awesome. <laughs> well, Cause I, I think they could really, I think they would really like it. So that'll be fun. Well, Josh, I know we are going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look this up besides just downloading the volley app right now, what's the best way for them to find you find out more and get connected with what you guys have going on. For sure. Go to volleyapp.com, V-O-L-L-E-Y-A-P-P, and uh, send me a volley. Uh, I'd love to talk. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do that, but I loved how it said, send me a volley. And I was like, oh, if I only had a few more minutes, I'd do that too. That'd be <laughs> so before we go, Josh, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Oh, that's a that's a a great one. You know, I think I kind of gave the th- gave three <laughs> pearls before. I, <laughs> which are we're good. I, absolutely. These are these are the questions that I'm just terrible at. at, at interviews is just kind of the out of the blue. I don't know what to say. Um, yeah. Give me give re- me the one reason. No matter what, we should all download your Volley app today. Because relationships and connectedness um, is important. That that our communication is the sum of our relationships uh, or sums up to equal a relationship. So why are we trusting thin mediums such as texting or emailing back and forth with such an important um, thing as team collaboration? I love it. I think that was excellent. So you might've come up with that on the fly, but it's perfect. Josh, thank (laughs) you so much for sharing all your great information with us today, as well as introducing us to your app. And you have been a fabulous guest. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.